All right. Happy anniversary, Zealous. I'm. I'm. I see you guys over here on the screen. Uh, so we we were we were building up to this day, and uh, let me tell you, a lot of work has gone uh, into making this this not just this evening but this this time possible. A lot of work, a lot of uh, thoughtful work, thoughtful efforts, and uh, I just want you to to take time to acknowledge that. So if you've got your chats open, I know some of you are far away from your devices, but if you can have one person dedicated for chat, especially in the homes right now, we're going to get talking in the chat right now, right? So just say a quick thank you to every single person who's made this anniversary evening possible. The build up, some of you might have received some goodies uh, from, the, from the Zealous fam. Uh, for those who are overseas right now, uh, sorry we couldn't get it to you guys. Uh, we tried, but uh, yeah, hopefully once the restrictions are a bit easier, we can make sure that you guys get your stuff. All right, I see the chat populating over here. All right, make sure, make sure you acknowledge, make sure you voice out your thanks to them. And while you're doing that, Pastor Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you so much for stirring our hearts this evening. Thank you for making this entire evening even more special for us. Uh, hey, while you're saying thank you, can you just also, I know there are people outside Pune who have tuned in. I know Pastor Kevin is joining in from uh, KL. Uh, Annie, you're, from, you're tuned in from Cardiff. Hannah is tuned in from Sharjah, Delhi. Uh, who else we got? Okay, I'm just going to look at the chat now. Uh, Alina is from Kuwait. Uh, right. Where, where are you guys tuning in from? Just let us know in chat where you're joining in from. I know some Ashwini is joining from Delhi. Uh, where else? Keep that, keep that chat going so that we know where folks are tuning in from. This is great. Benji is joining in from Cochin. Neeraj is in Calcutta. Man, this is interesting. This is interesting. Alright, Raipur Chhattisgarh Mega, that's good, that's good. I've got some folks at my place as well, tune in. This is incredible, I'm telling you, as much as I was uh, a bit sad that we, I was hoping that maybe things would expedite and two years we would be doing an in-person gathering, but of course it's not the same. But uh, I have to say I'm liking this in, in a way. If you guys are liking that, can I see a thumbs up or a use of your emoji? Right. Okay. We're going to just dive in and uh, we're going to hear, we're going to hear from the Bible, if that's okay, for the next few minutes. Right. Now, I can't hear you guys. All right. I can just see you. So, so to make this a bit more interactive, I need you guys to be a bit active on chat. All right, this is, this is good and we're just going to uh, start but I have to say the last few weeks have been so special. We kind of dived in, we completed our core value series. How many of you guys enjoyed that? Come on, give me your emojis guys. Give me your emojis and let, let us know how interesting. We started off with Pastor Keith from uh, Collective Global who kind of kicked off the series on uh, God-centeredness and that was interesting. And over the last five weeks that we have been doing the Core Valley series, it's been such a great closure uh, over the last week as we wrapped it up. And two years is a big milestone. 
Two years is a big milestone for, for us as a community. You know why I say that? It's special. It's special because you and me, we are raising a two-year-old right now. Right? You, all of you, maybe all of you have met her. Uh, you know, she, she was enjoying the worship right now. Uh, she, she was thoroughly loving the music. And it's crazy that when, when a kid is born and, and all that happens in, in those two years is, is uh, Instagram worthy, it's uh, photograph worthy, you've got your videos stocked up and everything. And, and I know there are, there are so many parents out here who have tuned in on this call. And I, I'm just telling you, Julie and me, we're learning uh, the joys of parenting. Uh, we, of course, there is sacrifice. Of course, there is commitment and dedication. But the joy of parenting is, is so special. And two years for us as a journey, uh, two years for us as a community is even more special because the way we started and the way where we have come right now is, is incredible. And if you kind of missed out on that video uh, that we played about the highlights, uh, I will kind of take us into that moment. I want you to, to kind of experience that moment with me that happened, that kickstarted about three years back. Uh, you know, where, where God started really stirring up the vision of this community called Zealous. You know, because I want to tell you back three years ago, all that Zealous ever was, was a word that was scribbled on a piece of paper. Anybody like scribbling stuff? Any guys, any of you guys write, write, like writing your visions or your dreams or your plans? If it's just a piece of paper right now, make sure you don't throw it. Alright? Make sure you guys treasure it. Make sure you guys kind of tweak it up, but just don't throw it. Just don't give up on that idea. Just don't give up on whatever you're about to kickstart or whatever you decide to kickstart this year. Just because the pandemic has hit us, that does not mean that your dreams have died. And something similar was happening three years ago when, when Julie and me were on that vacation. And, and I want to kind of take us on that part where you and me can experience that. Uh, you know, 2020 has been such a challenging year for us uh, as a community, as a church, as individuals, as families. But at the same time, we have been able to be resilient. We've been able to kind of, uh, you know, dive in with so many opportunities that have come our way. But let's turn to, uh, to uh, the scriptures. And before I give you the, the, the part where we're going to be reading to, one of the things that has really kept us going is the grace of God. Can you guys just say that with me? All those who are hosting people, just make sure you guys are not awkward to respond, okay? Uh, just because I'm on video, let's make this a bit interactive as well, at least in your homes. Can you guys say that with me? The grace of God. Alright, thank you guys. Okay, I feel I'm not alone in this house anymore, okay? The grace of God. The grace of God. Now, before we go on to the next thing uh, and, and you kind of just forget of what you have just uttered, I don't want you to kind of miss out on, on the importance of that phrase. I don't want you to miss out on the importance of that phrase because uh, the next few minutes, all that we're going to be talking about is pretty much centered or, or kind of foundational on this part. So let's turn to Titus chapter 2, the book of Titus chapter 2. 11 to 14. I've got, we've got it up on the screen and this is what it says. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present age. 
looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem for us every redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people can you guys complete that for me zealous for good works can you say that with me zealous for good works this is where the ball started rolling for zealous if you guys if, if anybody ever asks you hey was there any scriptural implication to the to the church that you guys are going uh, is there is there any prophetic word is there any any confirmation that you guys got to be a part of the church and things like that if you guys want an answer to that turn to titus 2:14. make sure that you have it with you make sure that you memorize it this is where it all started for zealous and 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 i want us to kind of unwrap that and uh, uh kind of just see how we can kind of build on from here but before that i just wanted to tell you that i don't know how you have been feeling this evening you know uh doing church in this way but if today as we celebrate a two-year anniversary we really need to be thankful for the grace of god do you guys agree with me Today, as we, uh, even as we are closing out on 2020, let us not forget to be vocal and acknowledge the grace of God in our lives. As if, you're, if you're still watching this, I know some of the videos are off right now, but if you're still watching and tuning into this, let's, can, can we just take the next couple of minutes to be vocal, to kind of acknowledge the grace of God over your family and everything that you have been doing so far. You know, let's, let's take that moment all those people who are tuned in, I, I see you guys, but can we just take the next few minutes to verbally, vocally acknowledge Jesus and the grace that he has been showering over your lives throughout this year. Because this is special. I want to tell you, this is special. It's the grace of God that gives meaning, purpose, fulfillment to our entire life journey. The grace of God gives meaning, fulfillment and purpose to our entire life journey. And, and I know some of you would have kind of uh, studied this so much, studied this, this word or this phrase so much. But can we be real? There are times where this word just sounds like a good catchphrase. This is, this is just another good phrase. This is just another good thing to say. Or this is just another good thing to respond to when somebody says something. But today, I want to challenge you. Is it okay if I challenge you guys tonight? Is it okay? Because I, I, I am being challenged tonight in a fresh manner through this word as well. Grace is the unconditional, unmerited and un, un, undeserved favor of God. That's, that's what, that's what the, the, the Bible or, or the textual meaning of, of this word, whenever, whenever it's used in the scriptures, that's what it refers to. And, and there is tremendous emphasis in the New Testament scriptures upon the fact that human salvation is the result of heaven's grace. If you guys are taking down notes, I want to tell you, I want to say this again. Human salvation is the result of heaven's grace. And this beautiful truth, let's not minimize that truth, okay? 
let's not let's not minimize that and at the same time let's let's make sure that we don't pervert the this truth that human salvation is a result of heaven's grace and and this this letter that we just read where paul uh, is writing to titus and and paul who's one of the greatest writers the way he kind of created and crafted the new testament and the way he wrote about all that god was leading him to pen down in his entire writings in his entire communication in all the places that he traveled the various cities the various regions the various churches that he addressed he used the word grace about 101 times 101 times now 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 that just tells you and me how serious paul was when it came to the grace of god and communicating about the grace of god so he uses that 101 times and, and like we said scriptures emphasize on the grace of god so much and and romans in fact in chapter 5 and these the first two verses it says that therefore since we have been made right in god's sight by faith we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ, our Lord, has done for us. Because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. I want to call this talk, Looking Forward. Can you guys put that up in chat, everybody? Looking Forward forward looking forward i want to speak to speak to us on the next few minutes of looking forward but but while we're going for uh, while we're talking about it more let's go back to verse 12 of titus 2 11 to 14 verse 12 and and the word that is used this particular word that is or, or this phrase that is used it says that grace teaches us can you guys say that with me grace teaches us Hey, I want to throw a question at you. Is grace teaching you? Yes. Yeah. Gia Anand, is grace teaching you guys? Yes. I mean, tonight's message is, is even more special for you guys. You know, is, is grace teaching us? We, we talk about so much. We talk about the grace of God. We talk about, we sing about it. We, we kind of declare about it, speak about it so much. But I love what the Bible says and I love what Paul was writing. That grace teaches you in some of the translations that the root word that is used is this word uh, teaching or is this word called or uh, instructing or training now let's be real how many of you don't like to be taught show of hands my goodness i'm talking to a bunch of people who love to be taught always Okay, I'm, I'm watching the screen over here, right? So in case if you're wondering me, uh, if you're wondering why I'm like looking over here. Uh, I'm, okay, I see, I see some of you. All right, you like to be taught. Or you don't like to be taught. Or you don't like to be taught. All right. And, and when Paul is kind of writing this, he's helping Titus and the entire community over there where, where Titus was residing. Uh, he, he, he was telling them something. See me? I hated math too and because I hated math I, I couldn't I couldn't anyways connect uh, to to my math teacher and anything that that he had to say so yeah I'm, I'm with you on that I'm just with you on that I, I don't like math at all I don't know how I survived school but coming back to the text the grace of God trains us 
When is the last time you allowed yourself to be trained by the grace of God? Because the scripture is, is, is kind of making it so simple that is helping you and me understand what it is training us for. The scripture tells us that you and me are being trained to turn our back on ungodliness and indulgent lifestyles. Can everybody say that? Ungodliness, ungodliness. and indulgent lifestyles. It's not only doing that, it's also training us to equip us and, and equipping us to live self-control, upright, and, and in a godly way in the present age. In the present age. We, you and me, can live in a godly manner. And the good news I want to break, up, break to some of you, or rather all of us tonight, is that we've got this lifetime subscription for this trainer called Grace. If anybody is looking for those re subscription renewals or looking to start a new subscription, I want to tell you, the Bible tells you and me that you and me have this lifetime subscription for this trainer called Grace. And, and let's, let's be real, we've been ignorant of that at times. We've been, we've been so ignorant because this teacher that the Bible is talking about, it does not just save you from spiritual malnutrition. It, it, this teacher does not just save you from spiritual obesity, but this grace that the Bible talks about, this grace that the Bible talks about has this amazing quality to train you well. If you thought the pandemic is training you well, I mean, I mean, we, we, did, we did the dishes, we did the, we did the cleaning of the house, we did the dusting, we did the sweeping, mopping, all during the pandemic. Show of hands if that's you guys. Right, I see Gia, I see Sonia. All right. I see, I see Alice. Pray, pray for you sweeping, mopping. Are you sure? All right, okay. Just checking, just checking. All right. And, and it's crazy. The lockdown has taught us so much. Benji is giving a thumbs up. I don't know if that's a yes or a no. You know, the lockdown taught us so much. It trained us well. But I want, uh, I want us to kind of really visit on this, on this particular passage where Paul is helping you and me see that grace and not just as some lovey-dovey thing, not just as a phrase that we can use, but Paul is helping you and me get familiar to a grace that trains us. Because, you know... Uh, it's, it's amazing that we are, we are so familiar with the grace that saves us. I mean, come on, we, who, can, who can forget this classic hymn, Amazing Grace, right? Yeah. We're familiar to that hymn, we're familiar to the words of that hymn, and we all know about saving grace. You know, there's this, there's this catchphrase a few years ago, if you guys liked wearing uh, Christian merchandise, uh, called swag. How many of you remember that? Anybody remembers that? Right? Joy, it was not too cool for you. Is it? It, it used to say, save with amazing grace. That's what the catchphrase was. And, and people kind of went ahead and printed these t-shirts, merchandise and caps and things like that. And we all are so familiar with saving grace. But I want to tell you, the, 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 the same grace that saves us is the same grace that is meant to train us. 
Grace is not just to save you guys. Grace is meant to train you and raise you up as committed Christ followers. And I believe God is doing that for some of us right now. So come on, talk to the person next to you or put it up in the chat right now and tell them, I've got a new trainer. I've got a new trainer. Come on, somebody get some talking going. I've got a new trainer. See, there comes a point of time in our life where you and me are not just recipients of the grace of God. We are not just recipients of this saving grace, but we are partakers and we are learners of the grace that trains us. Of the grace that tra trains us. Because, you know, we, we talk about the change of heart, and which is not really like a one-time event, you know. It's not like somebody prays for you and there's a heart change that happens. I mean, in some cases it might be possible, but most of us, it's a journey. It's, so it's not this one-time event that, keep, uh, that, that we do, that we say our prayer, we have said our, we have said our uh, salvation prayer, or we have done our repentance prayer, and there's a heart change. But the heart change is a continuous process which is triggered by love and it is driven by repentance. And, and that's what I want us to, to understand, that the impact that the Bible, that the grace that the Bible talks about, the impact of grace is not limited to salvation, but an ongoing renewal of humanity. But an ongoing renewal of humanity. And I want to just challenge us tonight. I want to encourage you tonight that this gospel that we talk about, the, the gospel of grace that we talk about is way more powerful, is way more heart transforming, is way more liberating than sometimes we have, we have uh, downed it down to, you know. And, and I want to just kind of quote, I want to read a quote. I read this, I heard this recently and I just couldn't stop but pen it down. And this is what it says. Grace does not take sin lightly. Grace does not take sin lightly. Grace is a spear that kills sin. Grace is a spear that kills sin. And this is what happens to each one of us when we encounter the love and the grace of God. The ongoing renewal within us brings out some tangible signs of maturing grace. It brings out some tangible signs of maturing grace. And, and I want to tell you, sometimes the authentic grace gospel is not that popular. When you and me have to live our lives according to the gospel of grace, the authentic gospel of grace, sometimes there comes, there comes a time where it may not be so popular because it's not always trending. It's, it's not always glorious. It's not always a glamorous process when you have to live your life as a Christ follower. But I want to tell you, it is a truth. It is the truth. It is still the truth that liberates you. It is still the truth that, that saves your heart. And it is still the truth that secures your eternity. It may not be drip. It may not be trending. It may not be glorious and glamorous as every single thing that is seen around you. But it is the truth. Can somebody say this? It is the truth that liberates you, that saves you, and that sets you and secures you for your eternal journey. And so Paul is writing this letter and helping his co-worker Titus understand the importance 
of a grace that trains. Zealous, even as we have completed these two years, <clears throat> some of us, or maybe all of us, have, have gotten ourselves familiar to a grace that saves. But I feel it's time for you and me to step up and allow ourselves to encounter a grace that also trains us. Anybody with me on this tonight? If, if you're listening actively, show me, uh, just give me an emoji or just drop in something, you know, because I, I'm, I'm following the chat as well. God is setting us up to be a community where he wants us to be trained by the grace of God, not just saved by it. And, and most of our faith in Christ, most of our faith in Christ eventually leads out to a practical behavioral change and a lifestyle change. And, and, and our faith in Christ must eventually trickle and ooze out through our behaviors and our lifestyles. You know, when it, when it comes to engaging with culture, when it comes to putting ourselves out there, when it comes to kind of being involved in different socio-economic settings and at our workplaces, at our different settings, wherever you are, the, the, your life as a Christ follower need to ooze out those tangible signs of grace, uh, of the gospel of grace that has impacted your life. And I want to just talk about three signs as, as we are closing out on this. There are three tangible signs that I want to pick up from this scripture and help you understand when we talk about a grace that is maturing. Three signs. The, the most natural outcome of a maturing grace is a new humanity. The, the, way we are, we, the way we are empowered by the scriptures, the way the word of God speaks to you. Hey, I want to tell you, if the scriptures are not wrestling with your ideas, with your preferences, you are not giving enough time the script, for the scripture to, to kind of really have its impact on you. Anybody wrestling with grace through this lockdown? I want to tell you, you're doing good. Anybody wrestling with the scriptures, with the word of God that has been speaking to you directly in certain areas of your life. I want to tell you the gospel of grace is at work in your life. Because if the gospel is not challenging you, if the scriptures are not challenging you, your life as a disciple of Christ is, is maybe not even meaningful. Because what grace does is grace challenges you. Grace wrestles with you. Grace sets you up and challenges you to live up to a higher standard that God calls each of us for. Amen. That's the new humanity that grace invites us to. The second thing it does is the most natural outcome of a maturing grace is a life of holiness and godliness. Now don't, don't tune out when I say these two words, holiness and godliness, because most of us, we have got this warped in our heads. I mean, I'm one of you, when I heard these words, I was like, man, I don't want anything to do with that because the way it has been modeled to you and me is so weird. Holiness is not secluding yourself from anybody. Godliness is not putting down other people just because you know something better. Are you guys tuning your videos off? Uh, are you guys still there? I feel alone, people. Thank you, Sonia. Godliness. 
holiness, holiness. It's, can, we, can we say it is possible to live a life of holiness and godliness with the grace of God? With your strength, maybe not. With, with your own understanding of the scriptures, you're going to start acting weird. You're going to start acting too religious. You're going to start acting too self-righteous. You're going to start acting like you know it all of the scriptures. But if the grace of God is challenging you, if you're allowing the grace of God to really work in your life, godliness and holiness will be a part of your daily journey. And the most natural outcome of a maturing grace is a passionate response, not just to the gospel, but also to the good works. Can you guys say it with me? The good works. The good works. Not just the gospel, but the good works. You know, the gospel message of Jesus Christ, it, it changes us within, but it also provides you and me opportunities to bring the change around us. I mean, I'm telling you, man, this year itself as a community, it's because of your sacrificial giving, Zealous has been able to take some practical steps and, and help people out, outside and beyond our community. Come on, if, if that doesn't excite you, I don't know what will, because your giving is making a difference. I want to just, just affirm that to you. Your giving is helping us grab more opportunities and reach out to people with the good works because after all this scripture is challenging you and me to be zealous for good works because if the gospel message if the gospel message is being applied the most natural outcome is not just a life of holiness is not just a life of godliness but it's also you and me being challenged and being passionate about good works and I, I, i'm i'm happy that you know, in, the, in, this, in this community of ours, there are people who are passionate for good works. There are people who are not just, who are not just talking all about faith, 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 but they're kind of merging their faith with their works as well. That's what the gospel of grace does for every one of us. And, and the grace enriches us from within and it, it empowers us to look forward. And I want to just close out by, by just helping us understand that this particular aspect that we have been talking about, the grace of God, I believe is the foundational truth to take us forward. It's the grace of God that's going to teach us. It's the grace of God that is going to train us. It's the grace of God that is going to equip us to look forward. Not look back, but look forward. I, I believe with a new trainer called Grace, we can look forward no matter the losses that you have experienced no matter the challenges that you have gone through this pandemic no matter you thought that your life would be over you thought that your dreams would be over because of this pandemic I believe the grace of God can still empower you can still enrich you to look forward to look forward that's what grace does that's what grace does so, I believe there are people over here tonight in, in the various houses that you have gathered in, in the, in the various places that you're tuning in from. Some of you might have gotten yourselves familiar with the grace that saves you. But I, I believe all of us need to encounter a grace that wants to train you as well. 
And like I said, the grace of God wants to train us to turn away, turn our backs on ungodliness, to, to turn our backs on, on some of the indulgent lifestyles of the culture which are killing your soul. It's, it's also about training you and equipping you to live those godly lives, those, those, those self-controlled lives, those upright lives according to, to the grace and the help of the Holy Spirit. That is what the grace of God is training us for. So as much as, as we gather every week to build our faith through these online gatherings, I believe that you and me can still gather uh, 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 when we gather together, we are still allowing the grace of God to train us for good works. Zealous, I don't know, I don't know about you, but Jesus desires that you encounter the training grace tonight. Each one of you, wherever you are right now, I know, I know, this is this is different the way we are doing church right now. Uh, but if you can just allow the presence of the Lord. To fill your hearts tonight with the grace that desires to train, uh, to, to train you. Allow your hearts to, to welcome the correction. I don't know about you, but I need a lot of areas that I need to correct in my life. And, and this pandemic has kind of exposed those even more. I don't know how you feel. I don't know what are those areas that you have, you have still been holding on to. Uh, and if I may use this word, if you've been a bit too stubborn about allowing the grace of God to change you, tonight can be that night where grace can really transform you inside out. Grace can really transform you inside out. And just like we sang, you know, sometimes the best way to kind of encounter that grace is through the presence of God. Of the living God. I believe the Holy Spirit is at work in every single person who's tuned in right now. And, and even as we speak, it's the presence of the Lord that is that is kind of you know nudging you right now about those very areas that you need to allow the grace to pour over because that's what God does, that's what Jesus does. He's good at that. He's good at lavishing his grace over you. That undeserved privilege that we spoke about, it's for you right now. So, so wherever you are right now, can I just ask you to have this posture to receive? Because grace is a gift. Grace is a gift. Grace is a gift. We can't earn it. Our, our, our self-righteousness cannot... You know, give us that, that gift even more. But just that posture to receive. And can I invite you to that posture right now? And Father, even as your Holy Spirit, even as your Holy Spirit is moving in the rooms uh, right now, wherever everybody is tuned in from, even as your Holy Spirit is moving, Father, we pray that every single person that has tuned in and all those who would even watch or listen to this later, would encounter the grace of God that trains us. Lord, I pray that our, that our desire of our heart would be expanded to not just secure our salvation, but the desire of our heart would be expanded to, to live 
righteous lives, to live a life of holiness, to live a life of godliness because of the grace of God. So tonight, Lord, even as we step into this new year for zealous, Lord, for, for this vision, Lord, that you've entrusted every single one of us, that we would be trained by this grace. Lord, that the lifetime subscription of the gospel of grace would, would bring out that ongoing renewal in our lives. Father, I pray tonight, this entire week, that you would show us areas where we need to allow the grace of God to hit us and hit us well. We want to give you glory, we give you honor and praise. I just want to take this time, if, if there are people over here that never have made the decision to allow the saving grace of Jesus to impact your life, tonight can be your moment. If, if, if there are people who are tuning in that have never made this decision to, to give your life to Jesus, we, we have got, uh, we, are, we are live right now on YouTube as well. If there are people watching us on YouTube, if there are people watching us on Zoom, wherever you're tuned in from, if you have never made a decision to accept Jesus, I want to tell you all this while we have been talking about Him. Because grace is not a doctrine. Grace is not just a principle. Grace is a person called Jesus Christ. And I want to ask you to invite that person into your life. If you, if you think you have walked back, if you have slipped back from that, it doesn't matter. He is still willing to lavish His grace on you. So if that's you, I just want you to repeat this after me. Jesus, I give you my life. That's it. Jesus, I give you my life. Make me a new person. I want to say sorry for the things of the past. I want to come before you as I am. Let your grace save me. Let your grace train me. And let your grace teach me to look forward. Jesus, I give you my life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, I just want to tell you, if you have made that decision, we want to celebrate with you. So maybe now or maybe later, just drop in a text to us. Shoot a private DM if you don't want to send a, a, a public chat, send a, send a private DM to Zealous Community. Let us know if you have taken that decision. If you're watching on YouTube, just drop in a chat to us. We want to celebrate if you have made that decision to follow Christ. And we also want to celebrate if you are allowing grace to train you. We are in this journey together, guys. We are in this journey together. I know there are flaws. I know we are flawed people. We are flawed people. But the grace of God is enough to, to not just save us, but to transform us and to train us. So I just want to tell you, as we step in to the, to the years forward, because the vision is just going to expand. I believe that in Jesus' name. The vision of Zealous is not just for you. Sorry if I disappointed you. The vision of Zealous is for people who God wants to impact through you. And I thought that would get you excited, but I, I'm still, uh, you know, I believe 
that the vision of zealous is for people to get impacted by the same grace gospel that is still alive and and you and me are the hands and feet of this vision that's going to bring it to to reality and and i believe the years forward are even more glorious are even more adventurous might be challenging but i'm telling you it is still worth it it is still worth it so god bless you guys tune in uh, stick around we're not done yet uh, we're going to kind of move into the other parts of the gathering so stick around for this evening we've got some exciting stuff coming up let the grace of god train you Amen. we're so glad you've been listening in if you'd like to know more about us follow us on insta at zealous pune or visit us online at zealous.community